0: So many endeavors fail because we don't, we don't correct our thinking and we don't correct our attitudes. And this is why uh, 50% of individuals that get the sleeve procedure or the gastric bypass, 50% end up putting on the 100 pounds that they lost. They went back to their old ways. Welcome to the Health Quest Podcast, your guide to God's will for good health. Hi, I'm Dr. Sal, and I've been practicing. I'm a practicing physician and surgeon for well over 30 years. And my goal for each episode is that you'll be able to have your mind transformed to God's design for your health and to affect the way you eat and you live if you're new here we release an episode every week and if you enjoy the, the the content we would like for you to leave a review it really helps our ratings and allows us to reach out to more people so in turn we can help them and we also thank you for your support folks i want to say this that this is an somewhat of an emergency episode that we're putting on uh, we weren't scheduled to come into the studio today. Uh, So I had to call the crew in. Uh, I have to explain to you what happened today in surgery. And so let's dive right into today's health quest. So the last two days, I had surgery uh, yesterday on a woman that was a little over 40 years old, and she was having a liposuction and a breast augmentation done. So she had her her waist augmentation, I mean uh, liposuction. And then with radiofrequency technology, we tightened the skin, and we also did her legs, and we did breast augmentation on her. The interesting thing is, is that this woman years ago had a tummy tuck with a breast reduction, and she was morbidly obese, and she tried to change her life by having this major surgery. Of course, it was done by another surgeon, and she had a, a complication that resulted in a dehiscence. That's where the incision down below where the incision is made to cut the excess skin and fat came apart and it got infected. And so it took two months to heal, but it did. And years later, she's deciding that she wants to have more done and she had liposuction. And of course, even with the breast reductions of the past, now she doesn't have any breasts. She wanted some implants to give her uh, some fullness in that area. This is not unusual. I've seen it for years, but in this particular case, And I've seen this as well, but somehow this case and the one that we did today had an impact on me. I've spent a little bit more time with these patients in the post-op care area, and I've seen how they actually woke up from the anesthesia and what they were experiencing in the first 15 to 20 minutes of their post-op care. The interesting thing is, is this young lady yesterday woke up from anesthesia and she was crying. Now, I've seen this before, but it's really having more of an impact on me now. Uh, we eventually got her into the, the post-care area where she was still crying, but she wasn't fully awake. And then when she did wake up, she started swearing like uh, like like a truck driver. Now, it's interesting because I remember a conversation that I had with my grandfather a number of years ago, and he passed away in 1990 when I just graduated medical school, And I asked him, I said, no, no, which in Italian means grandpa. I said, what do you think about people who drink in excess or people who get drunk? And his response to me, he says, well, the one good thing about it is, is you'll always get the truth from them. So if you ever want to get the truth from somebody, get them a little bit stoned with alcohol and they'll start spilling out their, their guts to you. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you can hear the truth of these people in a time where they're stuporous like coming out of anesthesia why would somebody cry and I, and I'm trying to drive this point home because folks there's there's a these last podcasts you might be saying okay well dr sale you want us to get healthy you want to get us on a, a weight loss program so we could be healthy and hopefully get off of the medications that we're on for other reasons that we really don't need once we get into a healthier state, but why do you keep driving this? And it's so important, but somebody waking out of anesthesia that's crying is because deep down inside, they're suffering from this so-called emotional pain. They have thoughts of something that happened to them when they were young that they were not able to forgive, something that could have happened even in their early adult years uh, from a bad relationship that now caused them to start overeating, using food uh, to reduce their emotional pain and it forms an addiction and they get morbidly obese. You're destroying God's temple. But more so than that, God wants you to be at peace. That's That was the whole purpose of Christ when he says, come to me and I'll give you peace. I mean, the objective here is just, these people are living a tumultuous life in their mind, in their thinking. And it's so important that here I am as a surgeon, I could see that in my patients. To get to the point where you have to have a tummy tuck, where you have to have all this excess skin and fat removed, it's even though it's popular today, you have to understand that this wasn't the case 50 years ago. In 1973, when I was 10 years old, you didn't hear of people getting tummy tucks and, and all these weight loss programs. We didn't see that many people that were overweight. Now, there's a number of factors today as well. The food chain has changed, hasn't been modified. The key here that I wanna keep driving home is, where are these, people? What what is the thought process that's going on through these people's minds? Then today's case, I had a 53-year-old lady that looked like she was 73 years old she had sagging skin in her face, and her arms uh, had that sagging skin as well. So she wanted to have a liposuction with radiofrequency skin tightening, and she really needed a facelift at this point. Um, usually the average age of me doing facelifts was 59 years old. But in this case, this woman had lost 60 pounds prior, and she was planning on losing another 30 pounds. Why did she get that way? Again, she woke up she was she was in a state of trepidation she was scared she was nervous she didn't know where she was at and then later on she was upset and in the post operative care area she was also swearing and she says i wouldn't i don't understand how these people have these surgeries um just to look good and that's what she was trying to do but again you're you're angry you're upset you live in fear because all of this stuff it stems from fear. As I said, you can go to church just like you can have a powerhouse membership. But just because you have a powerhouse membership and you go to the gym doesn't mean you worked out. You may have a job, but when you go to your job, doesn't mean that you're, you're productive in getting work done. The key here is getting things done. And the way to do that is to correct our thinking. As I said in our first podcast, so many endeavors fail because we don't, we don't correct our thinking and we don't correct our attitudes. And this is why uh, 50% of individuals that get the sleeve procedure or the gastric bypass, 50% end up putting on the 100 pounds that they lost. They went back to their old ways. Um, people that try to give up alcohol or, or drug addictions, they fail, they backslide, they go back because they didn't, They didn't engage their hearts and minds in the way that Christ wanted us to. Once you align yourself with that, then this is a long-term event. Now, let's say you've been working out for the last two years. you got yourself in good shape, and some stressful event happens in your life. Your mother passes away, and in, in the last four to five to six months, you were taking care of your mother. You neglected taking care of yourself. You weren't eating well. I can understand putting 20, 25, maybe 30 pounds But after that, people will tell me stories like, oh, yeah, I was in good shape. But then after my mother passed away, I put it back on and I I, got to get back to the gym. Well, how long is it going to take you? This was a few years ago. There's people that will go see their family doctor and say, well, doctor, I'm depressed. My mother just passed away. And immediately they'll give you an antidepressant. Now, those antidepressants were really designed for people that have clinical depression. They have a chemical imbalance where they need to have this because diet and exercise just isn't going to correct it for them. A lot of these pharmaceutical medications are being passed out. As I said in our last podcast, we're 5% of the world's population taking 85% of the world's pharmaceutical drugs. But once you get on that antidepressant, you can't get off of it. It's almost as though you become addicted to it. And there's a dissertation that I can give on that, but I'm going to save that for a podcast later on down the road. But it alters the neurotransmitters in the neurologic system that we've talked about. And once you get off of it, everything you've got to do other things to try to correct that. So we get onto this and we think it's going to make our life better. But in the end, it doesn't. Uh, We do feel better on the antidepressant but then we neglect to get back to uh, God's purpose for us and that was to take care of our health, doing it in a much more natural way. The point here that's significant in regards to our health is taking all the episodes that we've talked about um, in the past and driving the idea home because before we start, because you're gonna say, "Well, when are you gonna start this, this health program? When am I gonna start getting on the weight loss program? Look folks, out there, there's all these commercials on how to lose weight. You got systems, you got Medical Weight Loss, uh, Weight Watchers. Why is it that we're still an obese and overweight nation? 70% of us are overweight. And half of that, which I think is even more than that, I think that's a conservative number, are obese. With all of these gyms, when I joined the original Powerhouse Gym in 1978, there were hardly any gyms. Uh, there was maybe Victanis and uh, Fitness uh, USA um, today there's almost a gym on every corner There's, there's private gyms There's public gyms You've got the, the powerhouse You've got uh, LA Fitness um, uh, Lifetime Fitness So they're all available But yet you see that it's not working We are not aligning ourselves up with God's will It's got to be a moment-to-moment choice we have to be and live in his light. We have to empty ourselves of all those, those sins that we talked about before, which are our thoughts, which are our fears, which then become our idols and our gods. That has to be let go to forgive, to forget, to let go, to start focusing on your purpose. And part of that is your health. By taking care of your health and you start feeling better, notice how people that have in the past, they said, well, yeah, I lost all this weight. I really felt good when I was on it. Well, why did you let it go? Well, I need to get back when. I mean, you can't set a date. We always do that at the beginning of the year, January 1st. So we got we get these New Year's resolution. The gyms are packed for the first two months. And then by May, there's hardly anybody going to the gym because we gave up because of the fact that we don't see our value and what we mean in the eyes of God. We, we are God's prized possession in the universe. And the forces of evil, I call it Satan, are there to destroy that and it does it through our mind. We come up with these excuses, which is our resistance. We come up with judgment. We come up with negative attitudes. Uh, we feel that if we change our way of life that we begin to lose ourselves because we identify with the false self or the ego that we've talked about before in the past. Which is the lower consciousness, which was the split in the psyche during the time of the Garden of Eden. We can transcend this. We have the power, but it has to be from our will to be in alignment with God's will. And it takes discipline on our part, it takes the willpower on our part. If you read the literature out there, A lot of the medical literature, the scientific literature, even some of the social literature, like in Time Magazine, when they're talking about weight loss, they're constantly saying that man doesn't have the will to change. So now you have to have these surgeries. You have to take these pills. You have to take... Folks, we need to realize that if we're God's children, then we have to act like God's children. We have to do what God wants us to do, and we're living in a world that's much more challenging now than it was even fifty years ago because our food has changed we've got genetically modified organisms uh, we, we've got more chemicals in the foods uh, sugar has been substituted with corn syrup and that has in of itself more detrimental effects to our health so we have to be a little bit more careful as to what we're doing so we really have to be uh, living a life a little bit more attentive to what is out there now and what we need not to do, as well as what we need to do. You know, you can go back even in the 1950s and say, well, you know, when food that you bought at the grocery store was already organic, now we have to separate and call it foods organic versus non-organic foods. So we have to pay attention to a little bit more to what we're doing, what we're putting in our mouths. That's where consciousness comes in to be aware. That's what Christ was telling us to do, to be conscious, to be like children. As we talked about in our last podcast, kids don't think and they don't pass judgment. All they're doing is is they're learning continuously, and that takes a level of maturity in our part to align ourselves with God's will. This is how we start to achieve good health in our life. If you're coming in, I don't have a problem with doing a little bit of liposuctioning and skin tightening. It's particularly in certain areas that you can now get, can't get rid of with diet and exercise. And in some cases, people have taken it to extremes and saying, I just can't get rid of this. And so I understand that. Um, your face sagging over the years. I remember Jack Lane talking about chewing on a on a, uh, on a cork to tighten up the muscles in the face. Well, guess what? Even in his 80s, he got a facelift. I mean, there are certain things that are inevitable that you could do that you could touch up to make yourself look good. But I'm always trying to, especially with the liposuction patients, I'm asking them, how are you eating? And of course, they're all invariably telling me, oh, I'm eating healthy. Well, if you were, you wouldn't be here getting so much fat removed. I could see removing some, there's some people where we'll move remove a liter of fat just so they can tighten up Uh, some of the skin, but when you have three to four liters of fat removed and have to come for a couple more uh, stages to do that again, there's an issue. So folks, again, today and yesterday's experience with patients and seeing how they're coming out of anesthesia uh, in a state of fright, in a state of uh, uh, sadness, revealing deep down inside what's in their psyche, what's in their hearts, what's in their spirit, this is what we need to to work on. This is what we need to pray on. This is what we need to meditate on. And if it requires hypnosis to help you to get to that level, then go ahead and do that. It is the state of going into this state of contemplation and meditation and, and aligning ourselves with the will of God that will elude us to a better lifestyle, which then will bring us good health. I want to thank you for joining us in this day where we had to come in and I'm sure that the guys behind the cameras are thinking to themselves, I had something better else to do. But hey, they're wonderful for being here and they're doing it because of you, because of me. And to get the message out for the objective for you to acquire better health, that is God's will. Thank you for joining us. If you like the content that we talked about today, please give us a good review so that we could reach out to more people. I want to thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful day and God bless.